Hello and welcome to Fringe Binge, daily doses from the Edinburgh Festival. I'm your host Phil Ellis and it's episode 16, bloody hell. Today's guest is Finn Taylor. Finn talks about how his comedic style has evolved over the years and is now much more suited to his actual sense of humour. He talks about all the content he's been making recently, how he's reaching new audiences and how he thinks the industry itself is being shaped by the new technology that we can all use. A bit like me, you know, with my podcast. I get to talk to you guys, all six of you. So sit back and relax and enjoy a very informative and quite frank interview. Dude, I just cut my finger. That's a great start. Hello, hello. Hello. Hello, that's it. That's quite a good level. Speak again, please. Hello, Phil Ellis. What? No, I'm Phil Ellis. <laughs> I'm Phil Ellis. <laughs> and here's some here's, truth. Here's some. <laughs> hello, uh, I'm bleeding. We're outside the assembly. <laughs> bar. It's week three. It's week three. And it's weird that I've. Um, we're only three weeks in, and uh, I, I, I've already failed to clot. <laughs> <laughs> I can no longer clot. <laughs> I'm joined by the very talented Finn Taylor. Hi, Phil. How are you doing, pal? I'm all right. I just got up here. That's why you're looking so well. Thanks, mate. Yeah. I was fresh. Finn, you're doing... Uh, your show's called Daddy Self-Care. Mm-hmm. It's on the Pleasant Stone, Queen Dome, at 8.30pm. Yeah. Every day now to the 28th. Yeah, just the last 10 days. What the... What, what's, <laughs> this, what's with what the attitude the? coming what's in with for the, the last 10 days? <laughs> um... Well, it, it's this thing of I had um, I had the room that's left over from 2020, right? Because they 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 honoured all the slots that that got, then got cancelled. I see. Um, and but we had a baby, and um, my wife went back to work at the start of August, and the, the the kid started nursery. So it was sort of it would have been a real dick move <laughs> to just go. I'm going to go up to Edinburgh just as you go back to work. Um, it's not stopped a lot of other comics in the No, place. no, because yeah. most comics uh, uh, are, are just sort of narcissists that can never be happy. Mm. Um, uh, and that's why they're very successful. And I'm, I'm and That's I'm not, not true. Look, I'm that, and I'm not successful. No, it doesn't, <laughs> doesn't mean you're successful. It doesn't, doesn't, doesn't no. guarantee success. Um, so, yeah, I'm only coming, I'm, but I still wanted to do something. I took 2019 off like an idiot, and... Um, so yes, I wanted I wanted to be up here. So, I, but I'm just I'm just doing the last ten days, and it's quite it's quite nice. It's very low stakes. The pre- I'm not inviting mm-hmm. the press in. I'm just trying to, you know, sell tickets and, and make people happy. Which think, is um, yeah. it's weird, that isn't it? It's well, it's kind of the point, but you forget it. You, you come do. up here too long. It's a case of just coming up, getting the show, tightening it up. Is it? Or have you toured the show? No, previously? I'm touring it. Uh, start tour starts in February, mm-hmm. um, and. Uh, I have most of the, it was that kind of thing. Do I do do I if I called it a work in progress, I wouldn't have done any work. Yeah. So I was like, well, it's the finished show. Uh, so I've done quite a lot of work, but I'm still as you know, I'm a bit short, so I'm filling the gaps with some stuff from my last tour, which I never did up here anyway. Yeah. So um, I'm just doing just doing stand up with the rough shape of the new one and just getting it better every night and just yeah, I don't know. Attitudes changed, I think. To what this place is, I think this place has changed a bit. It, I, it yeah. seems it seems slightly, definitely doesn't seem as important as we all used to think it was. Yeah, windier. Uh, it's windy <laughs> as well. No, I think I think you're uh, you're right. And this sort of hit. I was chatting to a comment the other day, and it doesn't seem like Edinburgh to us was the be all and end all. Yeah, it was. It was the centre of the universe. Yeah. And I think that attitude. I, I think you're right. I think it doesn't. To me, this year and to a lot of people, I think we've gone. 
oh, it's, we'll go up and enjoy it and do a good show. Yeah, I, th- I think the attitude shift has, has happened and now all we need is the sort of economics to work in our favour slightly more Yeah, with the rents and everything. And then I think it will be kind of back to what it, what it was before it got all horrendously sort of um, PR'd and, you mm. know, just a money machine. Well, we um, met, because uh, well, you, you came up, you, in 2014 was your first show. Yes. But what, what was the name of that show? It was uh, Real Talk. Real Talk. Because I was obsessed with that R. Kelly um, video. A different time. Yeah. That dates it, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it'd be weird if that came out now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so your new show's Real Talk. Yeah. The place. In 2016, your, your show that year, Whitey at Whiteface, was really taken off. Yeah, that was my big sort of flag in the sand year. Mm. Yeah. But but that was a shift in gear for your for your stand up as well, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. It was, a f- I was the first time I'd ever sort of um, leaned into the more outrageous side of my sense of humour. Mm. I don't know. Wh- I don't know. It makes so much sense now because it's who I was at school mm. and who I am. But I, for some reason, I hadn't been doing it on stage and just sort of saying quite <laughs> intense, outrageous yeah. sort of. Um, Things that would make things. your friends laugh. Like, yeah, like, yeah, I can't yeah. You just said that. yeah, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, and maybe it was just a kind of maturity in my writing that I'm able to sort of d- do it in a way that um, worked. I don't know. I also, I was, quite, I mean, I used to do something since I was 18, so I just wasn't that like engaged with the world. I was just, a t- you know, in my 20s for the first few years, just talking about whatever yeah. shits. Probably just talking about shit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> shit myself again. The yeah. other day. you know yeah. what it's like, guys. Yeah, on so the bus. It's, it's no, um, it's no surprise that there was no great pr- critical praise for my <laughs> sort of sh- shitting gear. Um, and then I, yeah, then I think I just got into more into more engaged with the world and and uh, found my found my groove. Yeah. And I, I just, I also just sort of learned, of, I l- learned a way to uh, annoy people while making them laugh, which is, yeah. um, was my, that's my jam, really. Well, it is. It's made. I, you've now you've built on that. I wouldn't say persona, but pretty much. Yeah, I suppose I would say like that. Yeah, it's not much of a stretch. No, not really. More, I mean, of, a, more of a lean. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I do find it funny when people say like certain people, including myself, they go, "I love that character." Oh, oh yeah, he's good yeah, at yeah, it. Yeah, what yeah, that loser? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's yeah. good at it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so you've you've sort of built on that and moved it forward to the, to um, the show. Now this is your fourth show after. Well, this is your fourth, including Whitey McWhiteface. It's your fourth on this incarnation, isn't it? And uh, well, I did a show. I, I did a show that I didn't take up to Edinburgh. I did a tour just after COVID. So I don't know how many shows I should have done. I was touring after COVID. Um, up and down, mm. mainly down. <laughs> 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 I mean, it was such you a weird that. thing in that we had. Uh, I was. I had Edinburgh 2020 in the diary, and then the tour was meant to be in the autumn after that. And the announcement was going to, was sort of in March 2020, right. and we p- postponed it just as things were sort of. I was on a honeymoon in um, the Caribbean. Yeah, I remember seeing the pictures. Having me- me- meant mm. to be in Vietnam, but we were sort of obviously it was spreading from the east, so we decided to go <laughs> west to sort of outrun it. Um, <laughs> Always go for. Just the got to the airport. The we literally got to the airport, and they were, we went. Should we go to Vietnam? And the the the, the airline people were like, I I really wouldn't. I think, I think <laughs> you, you might spend your honeymoon in a communist quarantine facility. <laughs> And uh, and so we just we just kind of went f- fuck it and went to the um, you know we had, we all our people at our wedding had given us so generous given us this money to go on this amazing trip with and we said well fuck it let's we went to the airline desk and went where's hot it doesn't have any cases and they went Barbados so we just bought a ticket and just went and Great. luckily yeah. got quite a lot of the 
the Vietnamese stuff back on on insurance. But um, and then you you took it over there, didn't you? COVID. Yeah, yeah. yeah start so spreading it around. Island. Yeah, very generous. <laughs> the super spread at all. Yeah, yeah. Um, but no. It's but anyway, so we went to announce. We went to announce it then. We didn't, and then. I postponed the dates to. I thought I was getting, being clever by postponing them like a year rather than six months. Mm. Um, but then we had a kid, so I didn't do the Edinburgh last year. Yeah. That sort of happened. But then the dates were still in, and I thought, well, I sh- if the, if they're on, if they're able to happen, I should do them. Mm. And so in the end, I kind of worked up a show while I was touring it, and then filmed it and put it on YouTube, and that's like a sort of free special. Um, yeah, which is a great. I think that's the thing that's happening a lot now, which I think is such a great way to do it. Martin Elsie's just put one out. Sean yeah, yeah. Walsh's has done yeah, really well. Yeah, Pierre's done one. Pierre's done I mean, one. It, yeah, yeah. I think it's happening in a, in America and we're just sort of following what's happening over there, I think, because mm. nowadays, it's like Netflix is saturated. It's just yeah, all, yeah. there's just so much stuff. And I think, uh, especially when you're, 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 you, you need it to be quick and free. Yeah. Like, because people can get anything and, and if it's behind a paywall, basically now what happens is, I think, uh, unless you're sort of at a level where you're like Netflix are offering you tens of millions of pounds for a, for a special mm. uh, below that level you're basically there's going to be a price yeah. that you will accept for less people to be able to see it mm. that's kind of the, the weird thing now is yeah, that yeah. you know I got actually got offered to, to put it on Amazon and they would have paid me some money that I could really have done with but I thought and we'll see if this proves out mm. <laughs> I thought the clever thing to do was turn it down put it out for free because hopefully then that means more people will buy tickets to see me live where I'll make the real money in the long term I think you're right you have control over how you put that out then well that's it because it could be buried in yeah. Prime I can't find the new releases Christ alive but also who watches who watches stand up on Prime I don't I don't know maybe people do and it's so easy now to, to film and edit this it's so stuff. cheap it's all, the, it, yeah. ki- the kit is so cheap mm. um, it was I, the, I won't say how much mine cost but it was it was disgustingly cheap yeah. and you think now you know, well, we used to spend so much money on PR up here, hmm. and now people should just go and buy podcast equipment, or they should just get their show filmed and clip it up and get it out to people. And you're right, because like the the two minutes of your special I watched would look <laughs> great. <laughs> it wasn't it. for me; I turned it off. <laughs> but I mean, <laughs> but that <laughs> but is the big it. intro but, was. But, but most no, people, but it, does, it looks great. Most people watch it in clips, which you just have to accept. That's what people. That's I mean, I've I been do. on TV a bunch, but no one watches TV anymore. You know, I, I can't sell tickets from I Got News for You. Why is it still on air? Like it's it, mad, yeah. It, it's so irrelevant. I think um, you're right. That's another shift is that I notice any time I did, I'll tell you this for his interest, and you, you must get this because you appear on a lot of podcasts and you're quite popular um, on some of the larger ones, I have a word and things. You're yeah. quite a popular guest on there. The I went to a music festival. The, I've been on telly a few times, not yeah. loads, but I've been on, never had a single Twitter follower or even comment afterwards. Yeah. I went to the Kendall Calling Festival. Right. I got recognised 12 times <laughs> in the first day from podcasts. Yeah, it's nuts, isn't it's it? It's insane. This guy was watching Craig David, but he'd obviously been watching his phone. Yeah. I mean, I was only watching Craig David to watch the comedian Mark Nelson watch Craig David, which is phenomenal, because <laughs> he just was so confused <laughs> as to what was happening. But he came up to me and went, Phil, uh, oh, LSU, just been watching you. You went for a drink with your caretaker. I was like, well, that's something I don't want getting around. But <laughs> no, he, was watching a cl- he was watching it on TikTok. Yeah. During the <laughs> it's... It, you, the thing is, you just have to go where people are. Yeah, and yeah. nowadays, they're just on their phones all the time. Mm. And it, it is a sort of, like, uh, I, I wouldn't say our generation. I'd, I'd, I'd say you've got a bit on me still, but... but Yeah, I'm 34. Really? Oh, co- <laughs> no, I'm 40. Yeah, but but <laughs> I think I we have to sort of, like, um, adapt. And we're chasing our tail a bit because, the the tw- you know, the, the Gen Z, that's all instinctive to them. 
But you've been doing a lot of things. Like I was watching uh, Fintella versus the Internet, which is really funny. Thanks, man. Yes. Yeah. Uh, how many episodes? I watched. Um, I mean, there's some. I'm not going to repeat. I wanted to try and play in some of the clips. <laughs> they're quite. They're quite spicy. They're quite spicy, aren't they? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So explain the show briefly. To so it's, it's sort of like. It's, sim- it's similar in the way to Between Two Ferns, yeah. Zach Galifianakis' thing, except uh, I'm more of a character and uh, the people I'm interviewing are all big on the internet that I've never heard of them. Yeah. So they're not like Hollywood celebrities. They're kind of big TikTok or TikTokers or they're influencers. Mm. I genuinely don't know who they are or, or really care. Mm. Um, but uh, Which helps. Think, which yeah. does help. Um, so the, my original idea was, because I'd done a pilot with Sasha Baron Cohen's company, and with all the people, producers, who, yeah, who they'd made Borat. And so I saw how they made that film. The kind of, you know, how they get people in a room. And then they just, they basically just fuck them in the edit. That's what happens. They, you, you know, so you, you run long and long and long. And you get them on side. And then you get one line. And that's the only thing you use. And then you just delete all the websites you set up. All the kind of backstory. Just delete, delete, delete. You know, run away, basically. That's how they make it. So I thought, and that, that didn't get picked up by Channel 4. So I thought... Well, I, I'm going to just use this to get them in the room. So I set up a um, fake production company called uh, Tower 7, uh, and which was the third tower on, on 9-11 that went down. And the logo was two sort of sort of blocks leaning with a plane flying into it. And amazingly, they, they, no one really seemed to care. They thought it was a legitimate company. And um, I booked several influencers through their... I pretended to be a woman called Lola. I, I ended up flirting with a couple of these agents because <laughs> <laughs> I never had a job. I was kind of quite, I was sort of leaning into this kind of like happy Friday kind of thing. Like, oh, oh the weekend. I was doing all this kind of bullshit on, on email. I was really getting into character. Um, anyway, so I, got, I managed to get all these people in a room. And then, but then quite quickly, um, we realized that the, the thing with Sasha Baron Cohen is that he's going after, you know, Dick Cheney. And, and and when you get these influences in a room, you realise they're actually quite sad. And yep. I had not, I'd misjudged how sad they'd be. So we quite quickly changed the show to actually getting people in who were in on it. And yep. then it suddenly became much better. Uh, I could go much further. And yeah, and then we then that means we have blooper reels, which are really fun. I think people love bloopers, and it's yeah. another it's another element to it. And and yeah, we we're going to make a bunch more. Someone's come on board to hopefully find us funding to um, get paid to make it which would be ideal because it's so fun to do and will that be on YouTube still? yeah it's all on YouTube and then obviously I clip it up and put it on out on TikTok and everything but yeah the the full episodes are on YouTube now that all the systems are there for us to go straight to the audience TV is just getting in the way it really and, is and like you look at the panel yeah. show era kind of was great but it's, it's, def- it's definitively dead mm. because the topical like they just now, like I've st- I write, I've, I've been on a bike review, and I still ri- I write on it as well, and I still think it can be great. But it ultimately, you know, the last episode I worked on, half the jokes were just showing people's tweets from when the thing had just happened because it's there's a five day lag. Yeah, like you just there's no relevancy anymore. That reviewing the week feels very old when it's being reviewed just as these things happen yeah. on on people's phones. So. Yeah, it's like what, what TV is just a kind of middleman now, in, and um, oh, it's interesting. Gods aren't happy about that. Thing. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but Christ, the doors come out. <laughs> All right, and I take it back. I take it back. There's still a future. There's still a future. Bring back Mark the week. Jesus Christ! <laughs> shots fired. No, uh, but it's interesting to see what happens. I, d- I think I think TV has to find a way to. It hasn't yet found Jesus. Hasn't yet found a way to catch up with 
the, 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 the new sort of digital landscape. Yeah, you're right. Because like Channel 4 has a YouTube channel and I know that it's approaching people who are very big on, you know, got mm. doing little, what I would call stupid little videos online. Yeah. Uh, and, they're, and they're saying, oh, well, we'll pay you to put it on our, on our YouTube channel. It's like, but okay, your YouTube channel's got 200,000 subscribers, but if I put a video up, it would get a thousand views because it's passive subscription. People don't, yeah, yeah. people aren't waiting for the next Channel 4 YouTube video. Do you know what I mean? It's it's all fragmenting, and people will pay or follow the people they want to follow, and these big plat, these big kind of umbrella things, are sort of feel a bit irrelevant now. No, you. T- I think that's exactly it. I've noticed um, with power shows, they now are inviting on yeah, TikTok, TikTok stars, yeah. to get people to watch, it, yeah, which is insane. It and is they're a going, flip, totally. Well, you can't afford me in a way because <laughs> I earn more money, not tr- and they and they don't value that as 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 a format. Well, it's weird. They sort of do. That's the, that's what I learned in this influencer show is that I I basically used my TV credentials to get them in the room because they they still feel like outsiders in their heads. Oh, they feel that will give them because th- it feels like TV is validating them as a, all they want to be is famous. That's their goal. That's why their content is just nothing because they just yeah. want to be, you know, be something. They don't want to have a craft necessarily. They just want to, you know, be a thing. Mm. Um, and so they feel sort of validated by a TV comedian in a weird way. That's fascinating. The thing now is because everyone's doing it themselves, I guess everyone's just even more insecure about whether it's good or not and whether, yeah, maybe, yeah. like, whether it's because there's no sense of someone's giving you something anymore. Yeah. There's no sense of like, I've earned this, I've earned a spot at, on this panel show. I deserve to be here. You're just firing it off. And if it goes mm. viral, we've all seen shit that's, that's crap that goes viral. Yeah, yeah. There's no sense of like good or bad mm. or truth or fiction on the internet. It's all just whatever happens to catch light. Yeah. So I think everyone's just kind of a bit insecure about their own content. Yeah. Uh, which is why it took me years to come round to the, uh, to accept the reality that, that, that you have to do it. Yeah. And I feel quite lucky that I've found people to work with and a, and a concept that I think I can live with. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like because you're not you're not compromising who you are. No, and it's just jokes. It's just like it's just a sp- basically the YouTube videos are just a supercut of sort of stupid slash quite brutal roast yeah, jokes. Because yeah. um, your roast was quite brutal as well, wasn't it? Yeah, I have a reputation for I'm a, I'm a bit of a roast guy. Yeah, yeah. Me and Jimmy Carr did um uh did the the World Series of Roasting in Montreal. Oh, did you go and do that? Oh, wow. Yeah, that what was, was that pretty like? cool. For fun. Because that's really, that's the, the kind of place where that is a That's what, that's in their culture. Because yeah. in, in Britain, it's we're still a bit kind of polite and a bit kind of, oh, don't say, don't say what you're thinking, God. Yeah, yeah. But out there, it's kind of a compliment. Uh, you know, it's a kind of, um, roasting is a, is a sort of long-held cultural... Uh, it's kind of a si- it's like a sort of lifetime achievement award if you get picked to do it, to to have a roast it means you've kind of mm. it goes right made back to it. Dean Martin yeah yeah, yeah the Rat Pack used to do yeah, it yeah. so but yeah that I mean it's great because also who did you roast you and you roasted Jimmy Cup no me and Jimmy were the British it's like Davis Cup you know you oh have right, the, so you, you have the country because it's a world comedy festival so you mm. um, I so I did. Uh, this well, I can't. Uh, her, na- her name was like Aman El Husseini, and I didn't know who I was roasting. Uh, as I was getting on the plane, I got an email. I was like, Aman El Husseini, New York comic. She's a Palestinian lesbian who's married to a Jew. And I was like, Thank you. Easy. <laughs> Five jokes now, you know, because um, it's just it's just got to be the most shallow like things, because no one knows who we are in the crowd. So it's just got to be the top line identity. That's what you go for. And then I. D- 
and then the, I lost. I lost my. I won. I won all the battles, but I lost to um, uh, Randy the puppet. The, the purple felt. Yeah, puppet, you can't. Yeah. You can't beat a puppet. It's too funny. Yeah. A puppet saying roast jokes. You just can't. <laughs> you can't should've beat that. Z- should have spit the dog with you. I know. Zipping. Um, but yeah, Jimmy won in the end. Jimmy wins every year, I think. Mm. Um, what was that experience like? Because I did. It's interesting when no one knows who you are. Yeah. I, I did the roast battle on Comedy Central, but I was lucky because it was with Johnny Vegas. Yes. So everyone knows Johnny. Yeah. So it, even though they don't know me, mm. if anything, my attacks have more meaning because yes, people because know pe- more about You can him. go a bit deeper on who he is. And yeah. Stuff. I can go around. I know people know more about him, him, his past. Yeah. Whereas me, you can, all you can make fun of is, is the fact I'm lanky, yeah. balding, and I wear a stupid jacket. Really? Is that you're a pound shop Johnny Vegas? That's That's... Uh, that's how no, it, that wasn't said. Uh, <laughs> thank you. It's not a fucking little Jimmy Carr. That's, uh, <laughs> but uh, but no, you're right. It's really funny when I find Poundland Me's now. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, when does it stop? Christ. It's like a Russian doll yeah. of <laughs> diminishing returns. <laughs> <laughs> and also getting married. It's nice to see a comedian in Edinburgh wearing his wedding. Wedding ring. <laughs> yeah. you know, that's usually in the pocket, isn't it? <laughs> Absolute sharks up here. Um, How's when did you get married? It was a couple of years uh, ago. Twenty nineteen, end of twenty nineteen. Yeah. yeah, of course, just obviously before the pandemic. For yeah. you anyway. Um How do you find now being a dad? Has that? I mean, when you were talking earlier about how you didn't, you wanted to let say these TikTok stars in on the joke. Do you think yeah. that's a little bit of the fact that now you are a dad that you're slightly? You I care about humanity more. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Um, no, no, I, uh, I don't, th- <laughs> <laughs> thank you, that's all we no, wanted, <laughs> I, I, do, I think it's just, uh, whatever works, right, I just wasn't, it wasn't working the way I try, thought yeah. it would work in my head, um, now how is it being a dad and being a comic, it's, it is, it's difficult, in some ways it's great, because you're around in the day, but then, and anything, you know, if you want to try and make that dream of passive income, you want to write something that, you know, gives you a chunk of money that you can just take your foot off the gas for a week, mm-hmm. you know, you need time in the day to do that. You, you know, you, otherwise you just kind of, you're constantly working nights and then you don't really see your partner and your partner's constantly just um, babysitting basically while you're out. So, uh, yeah, it's, um, it, although what I will say is that it's, it's quite, because I have her two days a week, and the other three days a week she's at nursery. So my work-life balance is actually quite nicely delineated. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Christ. What is going on? I've, I knew it. That This has been such a professional podcast. And I knew as soon as you came on, something happened. It's going to set on fire. Oh, my days. A dog's going to fly over and start attacking you. Um, <laughs> so... Uh, yeah, no, it's um, it's it's great. Uh, uh, it's great. And also, I think it's part of the general, you know... Like, there were years where Edinburgh was the most important thing in my life. Mm. And my summers would just be ruined because I would be obsessing over making this perfect show. And now it's just so obviously not that I can actually mm. enjoy my sum- the summers, you know. And yeah. Edinburgh is just a, you know, a thing to do. Come up, try and make a bit of money, do good shows, have fun. You look a lot happier. Thank you. Yeah, I think it does. Um, it does put things into perspective a bit. No, it's nice. It's good to have that uh, perspective, as you say. Um, and it's it's funny talking to comics who are still wrapped up in it. Mm. And you're just like, I can't even. I d- I'm just like, mate. It doesn't it doesn't matter. It just no no one care. No one cares. No it's one hard. Cares. Yeah. And do you know what's interesting? I've found is that when you 
you don't care the same. People don't believe you. But I keep saying to people, like, I've had my year. You know, yes, I've had my I've big... I've had my uh, 2014, yeah. you had yeah. 2016. Yeah. We both had the big... Yeah. So now all I want to do is do a good show and people like it. But also it's very it is very easy for us to be more relaxed now that you've had the big year and when you haven't Mm. had it you do feel like um you need to have it to break to break through and to Mm. get stuff but but then you get stuff and then nothing happens and you have to cope with that. (laughs) I mean you have to cope you're always having to cope with the fact that um you could always be doing better. You know, that that that, you know, we you could always be doing Yeah better but um it's still pretty much the best way to make a living yeah i think so we forget that as well and, and like you say the you best. get so absorbed in it some, some people fucking still work in offices i know sad isn't it it's so sad tosses <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're working in offices listening to this to try and get through the day this is you're probably stuck in traffic yeah christ oh well have a good day at work <laughs> <laughs> No, but I, d- I worked getting into it, and it's because I think I had to work when I started doing this. I had two jobs at one point. I really have to sometimes go, do you want to go back? Do you want to go back to the airbags factory? <laughs> and I go, no, I don't. I wanted to do this. Yeah, there was still, during the pandemic, I definitely thought, oh, maybe, I, maybe I'm done. Maybe I have to get a, do a thing. And then and then you just, you just even, even when you're not, you know, even when you could be making more money, it's still that, that freedom, which I think is probably what we all want more than anything hmm. if we wanted money we'd have we'd have checked out yeah yeah but it's that ability to just choose your own yeah. how much you work and stuff Fane I don't want to keep you any longer um, thank you so much for doing it it's really nice just to see you it's lovely to see up. you and I'm really glad that things are going well and that you're finding a way to get do what you want to do I've just had a message from uh, my producer uh, who said I've changed the age rating on your show to 16 we had some kids trying to get in last night and for some reason I had it as age 11 Hope that's okay. Of course it's okay. Why the fuck were eleven year olds <laughs> in my show last night? I opened with a bit comparing COVID and AIDS. This is not for kids. Oh my god, I've actually no, I've moved mine down to eleven. Have you just try to get numbers in? <laughs> Fill it with booster seats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can carry the baby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Going up to Matt Ford, I'll take your kids, mate. I'll yeah, have them yeah. in. I'll have them in. Uh, yeah, it's just a crash now for an hour. <laughs> it's a fiver, really, for leave, an hour. Leave it's your kids. Bad. Leave your kids. Go and see another show you want to see. Just sing to them. <laughs> just, gently. just look after, look after people's kids while they go and see a show they want to see. So if you, that's a good idea. The, I know. Well, I was thinking about this the other day. I had so few in. <laughs> I said, I'm, I'm going to start leasing this for events. Like they wouldn't know. I just no. get the family for a wedding to queue outside. Yeah, they come in. We get the priest in the queue. Yeah, we yeah. just belt it out in an hour. Yeah, you've had your. Most people get married in the caves anyway. That's true. Do it in my show. Off you go. Grand a day. That's a good idea. That. Yeah. Yeah. It's because genuinely because quite a good yeah, idea. wedding venues cost a lot. Yeah, yeah. And then they can have the stag and the hen do up here. A lot of stag and hens come to the fridge anyway. Yeah, yeah. Phil, you've just you've just discovered your. That's, that's it. That's what I've Events yeah. manager. You're done. <laughs> you just found your <laughs> calling. <laughs> well, you heard it here. Uh, don't forget to check out Finn's show. But if you want to get married or any bar mitzvahs or yeah, yeah, yeah. get yourself to the cave, 6.40 p.m. Uh, Finn, would you please tell us the name of your show, where it is and what time it's on? Uh, it's called Daddy Self Care. Um, it's a uh, provocative interrogation of why everyone's mentally ill these days. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's on at the Queen Dome at half eight. But if you're not in Edinburgh, check out my YouTube special, my YouTube channel, Finn vs. the Internet. I'm on all the platforms. Finn Taylor Comedy. Excellent. Thanks a lot, pal. And uh, God bless you. God save the Queen. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you.
Thanks so much for listening. Do like and subscribe. Please do share when you can. Download. Rate us. Give us a five-star rating if you like it. If you don't like it, just don't leave a rating at all. That would be much appreciated. Take care of yourselves. Take care of each other. And stock up on tinned goods. Okay, bye.